Elaine Harris. Hello, Ben. How are you? I'm very good. Welcome. Thank you. Um, for those that have don't know Elaine, I think it's worth just setting the scene. Okay. I first met you, I bet it's 10 years ago. At least 10 years ago, yeah. And you were uh, a bit of a pocket rocket <laughs> because you were in a very male-dominated sector. I was. In a sector that's a very important part of our local economy yeah. and nationally. Yeah. But that was, of course, the, the logistics sector in Northamptonshire. I know. So for those that are watching or listening, just give us a brief background of, of what, what you achieved in your career, in your logistical career, that is. Yeah. Well, we'll... I, um, I ran a, a transport business in Northampton um, and we um, specialised in um, courier work, parcels, pallets. We did same day. We did storage. And um, I met, met you, actually, through advertising. Um, we'd um, done some advertising at a previous business that you'd worked at. And business then, times, we, we can say yeah, it, it's fine. Time, okay, that's fine, I wasn't sure. <laughs> and then um, and then we met up and you were just setting up the Talking business. business, yeah. And um, I think I was one of the first people to sign up with you to do some advertising. Yeah, I think and, you were. Um, definitely one of the best things I'd ever done. Um, seriously, it, it, I mean, actually moving on from, from logistics, I moved into another business. Um, I did a startup business with a, a former business partner and we advertised again in, in, in your publication. One of your and brand it, ambassadors is Harry Kane. Harry Kane, that's right, yeah. He I hope was, he's all right after that horrendous <laughs> fall at Goodison Park the other day. <laughs> Do you know what? I've got no, I couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell All I mean, he's a lovely guy. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, oh, he, did, he, he did a great job for us with the, with the product. Um, no, absolutely nothing about football. So, um, And just before any Spurs fans get in touch, I do love Harry Kane, okay? Um, but I did think that was a bit theatrical. You um, won't understand that. I've got no idea. I mean, I do know that my sister's husband is a massive Spurs fan. So um, he was over the moon that we were working with Harry on, on, on the product and everything. Yeah, great guy. Good, good leader. Um, but this is all about you. And people that have probably got this far now are listening probably on the back of how we promoted this episode because we're going to talk about menopause mm -hmm. and menopause in the workplace. Um, if you'd said to me a year ago that I'd be doing a podcast about menopause in the workplace, I would have probably disagreed. Yeah. Um, but times change and, and and you're now, I've described you to a few people as the menopause lady, <laughs> which I hope is okay, by no, the way. No, that's fine, that's fine. Um, so I'd, let's, let's, let's kick off with your, your story and why menopause and, and spreading the the message behind it is so important to you now I mean I never started out to become a champion for the menopause um but what happened was um and I didn't realize it at the time I actually became perimenopausal which is the stage before menopause when I was 39 which is relatively young um and I started having all these symptoms at work and I was getting these hot flushes and you know, these dreadful mood swings, um, you know, I turned into, I can only describe as a monster. Um, I had these terrible rages and have, having been a, a relatively calm, normal person, I, I couldn't understand what was going on. And um, as you alluded to the fact that I did work in quite a male dominated industry and um, for the next sort of six or seven years, I just suffered dreadfully. As I said, it was mood swings, hot flushes. I couldn't sleep. And when I say I couldn't sleep, I was getting an hour or two a night, um, waking up. I actually thought I was going mad. That's how I, I generally felt. I couldn't talk to anybody about it. I didn't understand what was going on. And it came to a conclusion one night. I was on the motorway and... 
this thought came through my mind that I thought, you know, what, I can't do this anymore. I'm just going to drive into the barrier. And I, it frightened me. I, I just like, oh, my God, I've, I am going mad. And I phoned my doctors and got an emergency appointment. I went down to see my doctor and explained all these things that was happening to me. And she just said to me, Elaine, it's not you. She said, it's your hormones. She said, you are going through. And she then explained what perimenopausal was, what the menopause was. And it's like, right, OK, well, now I understand. So what do I do about it? But I unfortunately didn't have a particularly supportive doctor. And this, for me, is where it went wrong for me. She didn't agree with HRT. Um, she was concerned about the impact. Obviously, there'd been some studies done many, many years before that there was an increased chance of breast cancer and blood clots. So quite simply, she refused to, to prescribe anything. She offered me antidepressants, which I didn't want because I didn't think I was depressed. But basically said, look, it's a, you know, it happens to all women. Shut up and go away and get on with it. And that's what I tried to do. But you can't, it's a medical condition. It's a hormone imbalance. And it's like saying to somebody that's got diabetes that needs insulin, don't take your insulin. Just, you know, you can't do that. But I mean, and this is, I'm going back about nine years now. So, you know, we're having the conversation now yeah, and that's yeah. great. But nine years ago, you didn't talk to your family about yeah. it. I felt ashamed that I was going through it. And with hindsight, looking back, you know, my business partner that I worked with would have been so understanding if I'd had said to him. Did that, you? Did, let's just go back to that point. Did you feel that you, you couldn't talk to anybody no. because you felt ashamed? Yeah, I felt really? absolutely as though I'd done something wrong, you know, I just and there wasn't. What about, what about friends and family that had like female friends and family that had gone through? Or is it just a bit of a taboo subject? You it, don't... It's something that we didn't really talk about. I mean, my mother had got. I mean, unfortunately, I lost my mum relatively young. So, and I remember um, a few comments being made to my mum as, as when I was younger from my dad. You know, oh, you're miserable, or you know, whatever. But no, didn't talk to my sisters about it. I had one friend that was slightly older than me that she was going through it. And she was a person that I turned to that helped get me through, I suppose. Because yeah. you know, she she was a, a lot older and she'd been through it. But no, it was something that just... And I don't know why it wasn't spoken about back then, like it is now. Well, you say like it is now. It wasn't until we had lunch a couple of months ago that I realised that menopause... Obviously, I, I say I know what menopause is. I don't. It was, it, it's I've heard of menopause. I think I'm generally a, a pretty good barometer for most people. I'm, I might I might shoot myself down here on this, but I rightly or wrongly just presume that menopause is something that happened to ladies probably in their fifties. Mm. Um, and if you were to say to me what are the symptoms, Ben, I'd probably say you know hot flushes. I wouldn't have said mood swings. Um, although I, I would have probably said you know there'd be and it might last for a few months. Mm. It's mm. only when after I spoke to you and then had a look at, did my own sort of research, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is this is actually quite significant because every woman will go through menopause. It's just a question of when, is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it, it's a natural process of, of, of women as we get older. And every woman has a different experience with it. Not everybody will have symptoms. You know, I've had got a couple of friends that didn't even know they'd been through it, you know. And how, how will... How do you know when you're going through it or when, or like what, what, what happens? It, well, is there a, like a diagnosis, for example? Well, it is, I a, mean, me, me, menopause is effectively when you stop producing eggs as a woman. So, and you then go um, 12 months without having a period. 
you are then considered to be in the menopause. Um, the perimenopause stage before that, as I said, and I, and I was I was 47 when I had my last period, which again is relatively young because the average age is about 51, 52. Um, but I'd gone through eight years before then of the perimenopause. That would mean, and I, you know, without getting too graphic, but we need to talk about these things. I sometimes had a period that lasted three months. I didn't, that just did not stop. I could then go six months without having one. Um, you know, I had a, a really embarrassing situation one day at work where I leaked everywhere. You know, that is a real, you know, and especially as you're, you know, the MD of the business, you know, it, it was, you know, God, what do I do? You know, and luckily I was able to talk to one of the, the women there and we wrapped a coat around me and I managed to go home and get changed. And, you know, these are things that actually happen. So, um, so. The reason I'm I'm so glad that you sat down with me today to talk about this is is f- for that very reason yeah. because there will be people within businesses across the country that have got l- female employees that are going through this or that will be going through it in in some point in the future. What do you think business owners or bit businesses business owners within the smaller companies but businesses at a corporate level can do to support female colleagues that are approaching or going through the menopause? Well, I think it's really disappointing that the government decided not to make it a protected characteristic. Um, That's the menopause the, pledge. Yeah, yeah the, 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 the actual, um, as menopause, becoming a, a protected characteristic under the Equality Act because it's having such a huge impact. Now, another symptom of menopause is brain fog. So your memory's not great. So I do apologise that I've got some of my notes written down here. Um, But um, the reality is it's having a massive impact on businesses. Um, You know, know, there's been several surveys done. In fact, I'll go through a couple here. Um, The CIPD back in 2019 carried out a a general survey of which six in 10 women said symptoms had had a negative impact on their job. Um, The Women's Inequality Committee did a workplace... um, inquiry back in July 2021 and 69% of women said they suffered with anxiety and depression but 72% felt they were less able to concentrate at work now this is having a massive impact you know on the workplace you know again you know you might have a situation where you say you've employed Sarah for 20 years done an amazing job and then suddenly overnight she stops coming in she's coming in sick she's not able to do what she's doing she's snappy she's falling out with her colleagues people don't understand why and nobody asks the questions what's changed in your life because they don't know how to approach it you know you imagine a a, a 30 year old managing someone like me how does he sit down with me to try and understand what's changed at work or what can he do to help and that there is a lot of things that can be done so on that do you think that's more of a um a hr responsibility or do you think it has to start higher up i think i think everybody has a responsibility i mean a lot of businesses that are dealing with this don't have the luxury of an hr department yeah you know um it's it just doesn't it's fine if you're one of the big corporates but even they're not getting it right either because it's seen and and in fact this is a really good thing when i first spoke to my brother-in-law about the fact that i wanted to do this awareness training for businesses he said oh let me tell you my favorite joke i was like go on then and he said oh he said um why is the menopause spurs winning a trophy (laughs) Do you know what? Sorry, I'm gonna, sorry. No, no, you, I'm going to absolutely go back and say that. Yeah, go back that, yeah. And he said, um, so why is the menopause called the menopause? I was like, I don't know. And he's like, because mad cow disease was already taken. You know, cue hilarious laughter. 
And that's how the menopause is seen. Do you remember, oh, what was that community? Yeah, I, I get, it's difficult. I mean, I'm, I'm probably a generation below, uh, younger than your brother-in-law. Yeah. And I remember similar conversations like that, probably from my mum's era from yeah. f- family members or whatever. Yeah. Well, they call it going through the change. Yeah, going through the change. Les, Le, you know, was it Les Dawson? That, did you remember him? And he did that character, that female character with his neighbour. And they'd sit there and go, oh, he's going through the change. Yeah, That's how uh, it was done. And and I, I, I get that. And whilst I think that we've we as a country as a society have got too much too many snowflakes and i think there's a lot of stuff that we do as a country that i think has just gone too far and i scratch my head and think this world's gone mad the thing that i've probably felt a little bit guilty about was being so uneducated about menopause Mm. and when you think about every woman is going to go through the menopause it's just a question of when not if yeah that's massive. That's half half the population. And then, like some of those statistics that you've just said there, but more importantly, you driving down the M1, yeah, thinking it's all over. That isn't. That's not acceptable. And if the chances are, if you if you felt like that, there are many other women that have as well. Yeah. Some of them perhaps just haven't. Brave probably the wrong word, but pr- pr- some of them probably don't feel brave enough to be able to have a voice to try and make that difference yeah. and therefore there's that says to me that they're probably suffering in silence and and that's the bit where i'm like we can make a difference here and that's one of our core values as a business elaine um you you know me well enough now but if there's one business out there that listens or watches this podcast that implements change or yeah. for, for people within their business in terms of menopause support menopause policy then I'll be very, very happy. We certainly will do. Um, so just talk us through now, sort of current day. Yeah, You're going into businesses and implementing That's, policies yeah. or talking or raising awareness. Yeah. Just talk us about that. I mean, that. I, you know, I, um, I stepped away from work just over 12 months ago um, because I felt that I just wasn't able to give the job that I was doing what it needed that's just how I felt and um, I sat down and sorry because um, you you had a fantastic job great yeah. career is that all was that as a result of your menopause experience yeah. because it, you're still going you're still going through the menopause now yeah I still I'm still I mean I'm sort of 17 years later and and I've my, my symptoms are nowhere near as bad as they used to be you know and I've I'm, I'm starting to come out of the the other side of it um but I do still have night sweats um I do still have um you the only way I can describe it is that je ne sais quoi about life I was always excited about life you know I was a very confident independent woman and a lot of that has gone now, you know, um, I question myself a lot more now than I never used to. And in fact, sitting here now, I'm not comfortable sat here talking about myself even now because I feel quite vulnerable. You know, um, again, I, I still feel like, oh, you know, I, what, I mean, people might be turned off by, oh, here we go, talking about the menopause again. But I'm determined. Those to people would have turned off after the first well, 60 ho- seconds. Well, hopefully, hopefully. But what, what I'm hoping to do and what I'm trying to do is I now go into businesses and it's only businesses that I want to work with as well. I'm in a fortunate position because if you're a business that just wants to pay lip service to it, then go online, get a cheapo course, tick your box and say that you've done it. What I enjoy doing is going out into a business and sitting down and having the conversation conversation with the group of people because it's not just women men are massively impacted by it so i'm really glad that you mentioned that because we we're in a uh female dominated business arthur we've got more ladies that work with us than men Mm. and 
I, you know, I, I, I made a throwaway comment that there's probably only three or four ladies that would be approaching menopause within the business. But that's because I was uneducated because the rest, the other ladies in the business are probably in their 20s. Yeah. But statistically, there's every chance that one or two of them could still go into the menopause within the next six or seven years, okay? The awareness piece isn't just as an employer that we can support the ladies within the business, but it's also to educate the men in the business in terms of how we should communicate with our fellow uh, female colleagues because we just perhaps need to just ask ourselves a question internally, not not, not to them. I wonder, actually, I've noticed a change in that person. Is that because she might yeah. be going through the menopause? Now, there's another question there about how that individual then finds out. And there's a whole education piece because... But that's what I, that's where, where this course comes in. It, I, know, I sit down with managers and, and, and help You've to had give the pleasure of meeting Fraser, haven't you? Yes. Yeah. So I love him to bits, but... <laughs> Like he could cause me a HR nightmare by asking. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and, and I, I I joke about that because he he has got a heart of gold. But me as well, we we need to understand what our colleagues might be going through, and then how to how to deal with it yeah. because it does have a big impact for men. And obviously, we've I think all of the men in here have uh, have either got wives or partners. Yeah, some of them might be experiencing. So it will be a good education for them both as a parent well, it, and, a, and as a husband. But it has a massive impact because, as I said, you know, you've been happily married to the, your wonderful partner for 20, 25 years. And literally, overnight, this person changes. She, you know, she's got these mood swings. You're not doing that right. She, she, she's crying all the time. And, you know, all these changes are coming in. And, and, and men don't know what, what to, to do. do. What, what's wrong? What can I do to help? And so if there's sort of more understanding and support for men as well, because I do do very much feel that there is a male menopause as well. You know, changes happen to men. The more I've sort of researched it, you know, things change to men. But again, that is that is even more of a taboo subject, you know, um, that people what, don't What do you mean by about. that? Like, um, well, sort of like physically, physical changes go on with a man's body and how mentally men, men feel. You know, a lot of men reach their 50s and, you know, and they've had their children, they've, they've grown up. They they have exactly the same, I think, issues as women do. About, yeah, I mean, you know, I, th- I think we, that's where, it's, again, it's that Les Dawson moment and people call it a yeah. midlife crisis. You yeah. know, you go from the family car into the Porsche 911 and you're like, yeah. oh my God, it, it, how, uh, why has he done that for? But these the crises are, are, are affecting business though. Yeah, I'd... I need to ask you about the physical element, though. Men's bodies changing when they get later on. Yeah, they do. They, 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 yeah, they do. They have sort of there's changes in their hormones within their bodies as well. You know, they gain weight and things like that. So, I mean, listen, I'm not a doctor and I'm not an expert on it. But the more I read and the more I speak to people, and one of the things I'm finding when I do go out to businesses that you start off with the piece about the menopause, but it opens up a whole new dialogue about the whole culture of businesses anyway and I end up doing sort of coaching on, on other things um yeah I, I, very very important um topic so if you fast forward 12 months where would you like to see your journey as as a menopause champion the menopause ladies I introduce you to people as where, where would you like to see the business community within well, I'd, I'd like in to terms of, in terms of yeah. how they're embracing menopause. Yeah. I'd like to see more of the businesses signing up to the menopause pledge. You know where they are 
um, open to being more supportive, um, flexible working very much within businesses because there's so many things, adjustments that businesses can do. So for instance, hot flushes, they're dreadful. You know, momentarily, I used to feel like I was having a heart attack when I got mine. Something as simple as letting that woman sit near a window or getting them a fan could make all the difference. You know, if you are having problems with, um, you know, your periods and things like that, if you work in a call centre where you only get one break in the morning and one break in the afternoon and you're not allowed to go to because that's how it has to be you know being aware of that so that woman hasn't got to stick her hand up and embarrass herself in front of everybody because she needs to keep going to the toilet every hour um you know if someone isn't I mean for me the, the biggest thing was the lack of sleep you know I was trying to run a business on less than two hours sleep a night and it was you know, I should have reached out, I should have asked for help and I felt that I couldn't. But if you have those conversations with your staff, there's adjustments that you could make. What about letting someone start slightly later at work? You know, there are so many different things that that potentially could be done to help. But it's just having, it's, it's having the confidence to start the conversation. And it's not by saying, so are you menopausal? That is not the right way to, to sit and start having that conversation. But this course hopefully gives um, management some, some, some tips and ideas on how to start those conversations and the sort of adjustments that could be made for women in the workplace. Okay. Elaine, it's always lovely to see you. No, you too. I'm, I'm very grateful that you've uh, sat down and been so open and honest. Thank you. And uh, I'm sh- you, you, without a doubt, you're definitely going to make a difference. If um, My last question for you. If there is somebody within government that's in control of policy, etc., if they were to now watch this particular clip, what message would you give to them in terms of making it policy going yeah. forward? I, I would just ask them to reconsider um, the decision they've taken about making it a protected characteristic. It's not about giving the women the go-ahead to take as much time off as they like or woe is me. There needs to be some changes because women over 50 can add so much value to businesses. They really can. And, you know, there's sort of over 4 million women currently employed between the sort of you know 45 to 55 age group. And if you're getting 60% of them that are leaving their jobs because of the menopause, you're losing an awful lot of, you know, skills and abilities. Um, And apart from that, it costs the business to have to try and bring somebody new in, retrain them. So, you know, please, please start considering on your your recruitment policies, women over 50, because we do have a lot to offer. Elaine, thank you very much. Not at all. Nice to see you, Ben. (laughs) 